though all of us have been thirsty, I would wager quite a bit that all of, none of us, or maybe just one or two, have ever truly worried about where our next drink is coming from. Such is the luxury, such is the richness of our country, of our times, that we can go pretty much anywhere and open a tap and drink the water. Water flows in abundance. In our world, in fact, thirst, or a lack of water safety and security, is almost exclusively an issue for the poorest of the poor. If you go to the developing world, you will find that much of their day, especially for the women and girls, is spent trying to secure water. And our Catholic Relief Services, of which we should be fairly proud as Catholics, does a lot of work, especially in Africa, trying to secure water for these people so that they can do more instead of searching every day back and forth to the well to get what they need to survive. But here's the thing. Though we do not know in one way what it's like to be terrified of where our next drink is coming from, we do know what it is like, perhaps even more so than the poorest of the poor, at least the materially poor, to thirst. Because we live in a culture in which the things that were given to us only create oftentimes a deeper thirst for truth, for justice, and for righteousness. The world is very good at giving us what we think will slake our thirst and satisfy our hunger, and yet... We are thirsty and hungry nonetheless. We try to fill up on the things that we are told will make us happy, on power, on honor, on pleasure, on wealth. And at the end of the day, oftentimes, we are thirstier. When you walk into any chapel of the missionaries of charity throughout the world, it's usually a very simple chapel. And you walk in and on the the front wall, usually, there's a crucifix and the words... I thirst. The words of Jesus on the cross. I thirst. And it's a powerful image, especially in those areas where the sisters are in the most poor areas of our world. That's where they desire to be and to go. Because when you walk in there, in the midst of the poverty, in the midst of the pain, and you see those words, I thirst, it strikes you to the core. That Jesus came into our life and took on our thirst and felt our thirst. Not for any gain of his own, but so that we who thirst might have the living water that flows from him. When we see those words, or if you ever go into one of those chapels and you see those words, I thirst, you're reminded of in your own thirst, in your own longing in your own heart's desires, and maybe even in your physical thirsts. That Jesus experienced those too. But Jesus doesn't just thirst for drink on the cross. He thirsts for you and for me. We are the water that Jesus thirsts for. Our hearts, our lives, our souls. We give glory to God by pouring into him what he has freely poured into us. And Jesus is such a loving and gentle leader and shepherd. 
When Jesus looks into our hearts and he sees the thirst that we have, he shares in them just like he shared in them with the woman at the well. But then he also loves us so tenderly and so gently. The woman is caught. He, he knows what her life is about, but he doesn't chastise her. He doesn't criticize her, in fact. He simply allows her to state the truth and to understand it. And he loves her in the realities of her life. The thirst that she has in her life to be fulfilled, to be in relationship, has not been satisfied. And who meets her in that wound and in that thirst? But the Lord himself. And what does he offer her? Life-giving water himself. Not anything of this world, but the grace and the mercy that can only come from the Son of God. And He does the same for you and for me. When we go to the Lord, when we go with our thirst, with our brokenness, He tenderly holds us. He exposes us to the truth. He calls us to conversion. He nudges us in the right direction. Yeah, you think you're on the right path there. That thing you think is going to give you uh, satisfaction is giving you something, but it's not giving you what you really need. He never forces, but he sits with us. He talks with us. He loves us. He invites us to a deeper relationship. And it is through that that we are set free that our thirst is slaked, and that we are able then to go out and share the life-giving water that flows from Christ with the world. In fact, when we finally come to receive that all that I am seeking flows from the side of Christ on the cross, we are overflowing. We cannot help but share it with everyone because we are so satisfied and so filled Because God is never outdone in generosity. He not only fills what we need in our life, He gives it to us, and He gives it to us in abundance. So I ask you today, what are you thirsting for in your life? And perhaps even more pointedly, where in your life are you seeking to slake your thirst on things that take you away or separate you from God? And Jesus invites you with love, with warmth, with generosity. Jesus comes to you. He sits with you. He invites you to the sacrament of confession. He offers you his body, his blood, his soul, and divinity on the, in the Eucharistic table. And he desires to be with you and to give you what you need. To give you that thirst, to give you that first taste that will take you to the next step. Not to change everything right now but to give you what you need to keep you on your journey, to keep you moving forward. And isn't that the beautiful love that Jesus has? He doesn't come in and say, you have to change everything right now. He comes to us, he sits with us in the wells of our life, in the desperations and in the pains, and he loves us and he invites us to the next step and he gives us what we need. I mentioned that Mother Teresa sisters, the missionaries of charity, have that beautiful uh, have a crucifix with the words I thirst on it in every one of their chapels. And I'd like to end today by sharing with you a meditation from St. Mother Teresa on those very words. 
It is true, I stand at the door of your heart day and night, even when you are not listening. Even when you doubt it could be me, I am there. I await even the smallest sign of your response, even the least whispered invitation that will allow me to enter. I know what is in your heart. I know your loneliness and your hurts, the rejections, the judgments, the humiliations. I carried it all before you, and I carried it all for you, so you might share my strength and victory. I know especially your need for love, how you are thirsting to be loved and cherished. But how often have you thirsted in vain by seeking that love selfishly, striving to fill the emptiness inside you with passing pleasures, with the even greater emptiness of sin? Do you thirst for love? Come to me, all you who thirst. I will satisfy you and fill you. Do you thirst to be cherished? I cherish you more than you can imagine, to the point of dying on a cross for you. I thirst for you. Yes, that is the only way to even begin to describe my love for you. I thirst for you. I thirst to love you and to be loved by you. This is how precious you are to me. I thirst for you. Come to me and I will fill your heart and heal your wounds. I will make you a new creation and give you peace. Even in all your trials, I thirst for you. You must never doubt my mercy, my acceptance of you, my desire to forgive, my longing to bless you and live my life for you and in you. I thirst for you. If you feel unimportant in the eyes of the world, that matters not at all. For me, there is no one any more important in the entire world than you. I thirst for you. If you feel unimportant in the eyes of the world, that matters not at all. For me, there is no, or excuse me, open to me, come to me, thirst for me. Give me your life, and I will prove to you how important you are to my heart. Whenever you do open the door of your heart, whenever you come close enough, you will hear me say to you again and again, not in mere human words, but in spirit. No matter what you have done, I love you for your own sake. Come to me with your misery and your sins, with your troubles and needs, and with all your longing to be loved. I stand at the door of your heart and knock. Open to me, for I thirst for you.